What's up, folks? It's Kim Desmo, and welcome to uh, another episode of the Nirvana Experience. Um, about two weeks ago, I did I did the show, and um, I talked about the red flags and the grooming that you should look for in the president when it come down to trafficking kids and women. Uh, and after that, I talked about my take on modern women. And uh, in that video, uh, in that podcast, I said, you know, I said something along the lines where I'm going to get on the men too because we need to do better. So um, that's what I'm going to do. Raquel, uh, she been on the show before. She was supposed to been on this episode, but, you know, she was a little tired and a little stuff came up. So I'm doing it solo. So um, to start that thing off, I feel like in this modern day, it's hard for it's hard for us to be like how our grandparents were. For the simple fact, not saying this stuff was easy for them, but as far as like values and morals and everything was instilled in them that that's not instilled in most men today. You know what I'm saying? Uh the old mantra of back in the day was like you work hard. You buy a house, you settle down, get married, and all that type of stuff is different now because this new generation, you know, we believe in working smart and working hard. But uh, even still, how easy it is to make money nowadays, you know, I don't too much know a lot of ways that you can make money online because, you know, I'm not too adept at that. But I see people every day coming up with new ways to get money from social media and online. Like the new trend that's going on is the AI thing. Well, uh, Pinky Dog, she started. Well, I don't know if she started, but she's the most prominent person uh, streaming that's doing it. Not everybody else seeing. I'm seeing uh, men do it. I'm seeing different type of AI for like them folks doing different types of AI. Like I saw one dude doing um, a stripper AI. I'm like, what the hell going on? So um, it's ways to make money, but you gotta be smart about it and. A lot of issue with our with our people today, with with my man today, is that we don't know how to step up to the plate and actually be men. So that's what I want to touch on today. Uh, this show ain't gonna be that long because I'm recording kind of late. It's it's nighttime where I'm at. I had a lot of stuff to do today, and I'm gonna be real busy tomorrow. Um, I saw Fifty Cent, so that's cool. Um. First, the first point I want to talk about is uh, men not taking responsibility. All right, so this not a black or white thing. This not an Asian Hispanic thing. This is this a whole thing with every man, no matter what race you are. I'm a firm believer. If you lay with a woman and make a child, you should do what you're supposed to do, and take care of that baby, no matter what. Now, it's caveats in that. Because sometimes the woman can be be bitter or be like crazy and won't let you do what you need to do as a daddy. But even still, you still should try to put at least forth the effort to see your kids and take care of your kids. I don't have children myself. I have a whole bunch of nieces and nephews. But I can guarantee you, whoever I have children by, I'm, I'm they're gonna be well taken care of. I'm gonna do whatever I have to do to take care of my my kids. 
because you had fun making them, so you got to take care of them. Because at the end of the day, none of us asked to be here, me or none of y'all who listening. But at the same time, we still got to take responsibility for our kids. And that, that ain't even our only responsibility that men lacking in. Bro, we can do something to somebody and don't take responsibility, mainly to our women. Bro, anybody who know me know that I'm a black man. And in my community, I always say the black woman is the only woman out of every race that put down they race and they like put down their men. And that's true to a certain extent. But it's a re but it's a reason why women uh women put us down because nine out of ten, well I ain't gonna even say that like like five out of ten, we get these girls pregnant and we don't take responsibility and take care of the baby. Or we get with the girl, we cheat on her and all that type of shit, and we get caught, we don't take responsibility. Like, like I said, it's not a black and white thing. It's not an Asian or Hispanic thing. But, but, we got to be real. We got to be real. And like, I, like I tell Raquel all the time. A lot of my lot, lot of my folks don't know the shit I was doing because I kept it real private. But uh, only people who really know is like my friends, but my, my mom and my dad and my brother and sister didn't really know, except for Jackie. But I used to I used to do shit to girls and lie all the time and get caught and gaslight her and everything. I used to do all that shit before I turned twenty four. I'm thirty now. Uh, when I hit twenty four. I stopped doing all that shit because I realized, like, I met my teacher and he started teaching me uh, stuff about the Bible and everything and my whole life changed and my whole outlook on women changed. So that's why I treat women with respect and stuff now. I don't, and that's why I was so upset about uh, two weeks ago when I was talking about the modern woman because even though I understand, like, people, like, still people, uh, I still slip up every time, but, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't do horror shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I take responsibility for a lot of shit that I do, but that right there, I I have to be on point with taking care of my kids and just take, take care of my responsibilities in general. Like, we don't like in men in general, we don't do that anymore. We lack like our our generation is so different from my grandparents because like when I think about a man's man, I think about my granddad because he can tell you how to fix on cars. He can tell you about the electrical current because he he used to work he used to be a supervisor for um, Bell South, which is currently AT and T back then, and he could t- he can that man so smart he a well of knowledge he eighty one years old, so like when I think about the man's man that's what I think about, but you, and I think about the generation of men that came from his batch, you know what I'm saying? Not saying that all those men were good men or anything like that, but when it came down to like working and doing what we supposed to do, they mainly was on point. Because, like, think about it. Because back then, you was able to have a whole second family right around the corner. You took care of both families as a man with one job. So it's like it's like we we just don't we just don't measure up to them no more. Ain't got ain't got to think about like they was they was born doing like Jim Crow and the civil rights. Men back then stood together, protected our communities, protected the kids, protected the women. 
we had went we had women to a higher standard. Not saying that it one holes and nothing like that back then, but like as in, in general, you you want seeing all in the newspaper or on the news people like black folks fighting all everywhere, girls half naked everywhere. Like I said last week, I get tired of getting on social media and seeing women with their ass out. I'm, it came so normal. I remember back then, me growing up, to see a girl naked, bro, you had to work for that. Like you, it was like some special if you saw a naked woman. Nine day, that shit so normal. It's like it desensitized most people, and um, but that's part of the fault because most women do shit to get the attention of dudes, and when they when they see dudes paying attention to that, they'll keep doing it. It's our fault for letting that type of shit go like go on, because we didn't if we didn't allow that shit, that shit wouldn't it it wouldn't be so prevalent the way it is, and uh, it it just it just I just I just hate it. I just hate it so much. Um, another thing that I want to talk about is masculinity in the men nowadays. I'm gonna tell you something. This generation of men, straight feminine, bro, and that just me keeping it a book, bro. I remember growing up, and my and it, even in my, when my dad was growing up, if two dudes had had a problem with each other, we saw each other, we jacked, we went about our business. And I'm not saying that people want shooting back then, but as a whole, like, bro, folks don't even fight no more. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then when men do get the fight, the one that's losing, they pull out a strap, they pull out a gun because he's losing. That's not men shit. Nowadays, men want to dress like the women. Like, why, bro? It was only a select type of men that wore pants with cuts in them. And the one masculine man, bro, I'm telling you that right now. It one masculine man. You either had to be a rock star or you was gay to wear this type of stuff that men wear nine days. Just think about it. Nine days, everybody want to wear tight ass. Ain't, ain't no wrong with women wearing it because they women. But men, men want to wear tight ass jeans to the point where you can barely move and you can see the shape of their thighs and shit. Like, nigga, why the fuck? Like, don't nobody want to see that shit. Then on top of it, it'd be big dudes wearing those skinny jeans like that and then had a nurse to like say they pants in them. I'm like, bro, that shit don't even match. Shirt be all tight and shit. Like, bro, me and just, it, it, it just, it just be breaking my heart because like I just hate seeing this feminine shit. Then they try to feminize our little boys because they put all their feminine shit in their cartoons and shit. Like, I remember my brother's son, I was watching him, and uh, he was watching something on Disney Channel. It was a cartoon on Disney Channel. And I just so happened to look up at the TV, and it was a prom scene. In that prom scene, it was the, it was, it was the, it was the main character. They was front and center. It was a boy and a girl. And then, you know, like on cartoon, they had on background characters that you really don't pay attention to. So I'm just like, I was just looking at the cartoon, and someone just told me to pay attention to like the background characters. So I was looking at all the background characters and stuff. They had a black girl with a white dude, a white dude with a black girl. Uh, like it was still like that, but then in the like in the back on the far left side of the screen, it was two it was two boys, a black boy and a white boy, kissing. I was like, what the fuck? Like when I noticed it, I turned it off. And uh, nephew was mad. I'm like, look, I'm like, I understand that you want to watch this, but I can't let you watch this because it's a stuff going on that show that you don't supposed to be seeing. I shouldn't have to have that type of talk with my, I think my nephew was five at the time. I shouldn't have to have that talk with my five-year-old nephew about stuff like that. 
boys don't like to play sports anymore. It's 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 hard to, bro. I'm gonna tell you something that pissed me off. Just the other day, like two three days ago, I was going to the store for my grandfather. Uh, bro, I literally saw a woman changing her tire because she had kind of flat. I literally saw the woman change the tire, and a dude was just standing beside her, not doing shit. I don't understand why they pissed me off so bad the way it did, but it extremely, extremely pissed me off. Come like, bro, I'm like, bro, ain't no way. It just ain't no way. I believe that's why women feel like they had a need, or uh, had a had a uh, right to disrespect us, bro, because shit like that happened. We not emotionally in control like how we was at first. Not saying that we was the best at it, cause, but because back then, men deal with problems, and then women are trying to like express themselves to them and talk about it. Men keep that shit bottled up. But nowadays, these dudes crying about everything and just, ugh, just, just, just being feminine. Like Rod Wave, he always crying in his songs. Some of them just slap us, but still though, bro. Like, bro, what the fuck going on? Men don't even know the proper sideway, uh, sidewalk etiquette no more. You always supposed to be when you the dude and y'all walking down the street. You always supposed to be on the outside, and your woman supposed to be on the inside. Man, I be seeing these dudes walk with their girl. They be leaving them all behind by themselves and shit. Bro, it's it's, it's just like men don't know how to be men no more. It, it's, it's like, I, I just hate that shit so much. They everything want to be gay. They want to throw their gay shit all up in your face. Look, I always say. Who you be with in your spare time? Who you have in your bed? Look, that's on, that's your that's your business. They don't got nothing to do with me. All right, but don't try to force me to agree with what you got going on. Cause I don't agree with that. Now, am I up for people like transgenders and gay people having equal rights and not being killed and beat up and just get treated like a normal person? All type of shit. Yeah, cool. I'm I'm with it. My issue be. Don't push that agenda on me because I always feel like y'all targeting the young kids, the young boys to be a certain type of way. I I, I really feel that way because what's the point of putting out a gay, bro, when I was growing up, it was gay people everywhere. A lot of my mama friends was uh lesbian. So I, I, I was around that my whole life. But when I watched TV, I didn't see no gay stuff in my cartoon, bro, growing up. I didn't see I didn't see two dudes kissing in my cartoon growing up. You know what I'm saying? I didn't see I didn't see two women kissing on my on show growing up. Now they had cartoon that was made for adults like South Park or Drawn Together that was made for grown people to watch it that your kid won't probably be watching. But I watched it anyway. But like as far as doing a day where kids be watching TV, we didn't have that. I was a Disney Channel kid. I love Disney, especially the Disney Renaissance era from 1989 to 1999. That's 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 my shit. So I'm a so I'm a I'm a Disney Channel kid. And I and I was I watched Disney Channel and I didn't see none of that type of shit growing up. That's why I was so surprised when I saw that shit on my on my nephew. Uh TV show that he was watching. I ain't like that shit at all for the simple fact I'm like, bro, who doing this shit? Like, I really did feel like some people is set like is in place to like 
purposely do it, like put their placement there. I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit at all. And it's like, as the days pass, as the days pass, it, men get more and more feminine each day. Like, we don't, we don't, like I said, dude didn't even change his time for his girlfriend. Most dudes pay other people to cut their yard. They don't, we don't even take pride in our yard and shit no more. Like, it's it just like little, little simple shit that like men used to do back in the day that most men nowadays don't do at all. And I'm like, I'm like, it it just be heartbreaking. It it just be baffling me because it be leaving me speechless sometimes. Cause I'm like, I just can't, I can't be believing that shit. And the main thing to be having speechless is when I see a man straight up dogging a woman out. She could be a good woman to him and everything. Straight up dogging her out, calling all types of bitches in her shit because he mad at her. But the same man who doing all that shit to that woman. Would be ready to shoot and kill somebody if they did that. If another dude did that to his mama or to his sister, I never understood this shit. Now I'm not gonna lie; I'd be a hypocrite if I didn't if I didn't say this. Growing up, I used to stay calling women bitches, bro. I used to stay calling ho- uh, women whores. I used to stay doing this shit. I used to stay doing it. Because to me personally, I knew better, but at the same time, I, I really didn't know. Because, like, I, 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 my mom was teaching me. My dad taught me some lessons over the years. But I was feeling that hurt, bro. What I mean by that is, like, you know how you're a kid. Not even a kid. You know how when you're a dude. And you walk up to a woman and you might really did like her. Like she all attractive and shit. And you try to talk to her and get to know her and shit and get her number and shit. And she diss you. And she diss you bad in front of like people and shit. Now you embarrassed. So now you gotta like redeem yourself. Instead of just walking away and be like, I'll wear shit. Cause that's how I am now. If, if a woman ain't interested in me, I'll be like, I'll wear shit. Okay. Um, I'll see you later or whatever, whatever. But back then, Woman, this man, I'm like, well, shit, fuck you, then, bitch. Like, I, like, I get on that type of shit. And, but if somebody would, if a nigga would have said this shit to my mama or one of my sisters, I would have been ready. To, man, the fuck you call my sister a bitch for? Cause she ain't want to talk to you. That's the hypocrisy. And and I and I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and like, I just don't understand that shit, bro. Right now, my friend, she uh, she was in a relationship with a dude. Right, literally the best woman that any man can ask for. The best woman any man can ask for, especially if you're a man and you want you a good woman. To me, she's the definition of that. All right, she held this man down when times was rough. It was times where she took over. And made shit happen. It was times where instead of caring about herself, she was putting his need first. It was times where like she was all about him. But this nigga wasn't doing the same thing every time. 
when I say I can't stress to y'all enough, she was to to me, she's the woman that any man can ask for. That's just my personal opinion. But everybody don't think like me. Everybody don't see the big picture the way I do. All right. So by me saying that this nigga, this nigga, <laughs> this man, and he didn't do what he's supposed to do as a man in that relationship. Okay. Instead of leading, he was following. That's the biggest issue. Instead of providing, he was leeching. It's another issue. And when she confronted him about it, he gaslighted her. That's the worst. Those type of dudes end up getting the worst in the end when that woman finally done with him. Now, when you when you come across a woman that's all for you and completely for you, you need to hold on to that. Because nowadays, motherfucking women, they all about themselves and making a dollar. And seeing what they can get up out of you. So if you be like that man and find a woman and uh let her go, eventually you're gonna start realizing all the shit that she undone for you, and that she gonna hit you like a ton of bricks. I know a, I know from personal experience a little bit. So I ain't even talking about my friends and her situation. I'm talking about me at this point. I know I know that feeling from personal experience because I don't lost a woman that uh, was a good woman, but I was out here being a whore. And it was back in 2016. So, and she, and, and you know what the fucked up part about it? She told me up front when I first met her and we started talking, we started getting close. When she felt that she was like getting a strong attraction to me, she told me, she was like, I don't play, it's two things I don't play. I don't I don't play lying to me and I don't fucking tolerate cheating. She said it just like that. She said, if you lie to me, I maybe can overlook it depending on what you lie to me about. But if I ever find out you cheated on me, I'm leaving and you ain't gonna never see or hear from me again. I'ma tell y'all. She meant that shit. Bro, I cheated on her with one of the girls that worked with me. And the thing about it, she found out from me telling her. I forget how it came out, but I think I was the one that told her. And she cussed me out, started speaking Spanish and stuff, cussed me out. And uh, that was my last time ever seeing her to this day, and that was back in 2016. She blocked me on her social media. She blocked her. She blocked me from calling her. I couldn't call her, couldn't text her or nothing. I ain't know how to get in touch with her or nothing. I literally I ain't seen her since that day, so I know from personal experience. And she was a she was a good woman. I was and it was just me thinking on my dick, like she was she was a good woman. So niggas like we don't we don't appreciate what we got until it's gone, and that's one thing that needs to change with men, bro. Because we do shit without thinking, bro. Most time it's it's some men out here that really live like when shit. If she give me some pussy, I'm gonna take it. I ain't gay. And some men out here this this chaste and patient. You know what I'm saying? So like it we need to change as 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 a whole, men in general. We need to change how we approach things with women. Because we don't consider like, bruh, why you think these four be like these women be killing these dudes, bruh? 
it'd be time with this with this woman I'm pulled her all into you and us as men, we be like, well shit. This is the type of shit we say. She ain't going nowhere. All right, I can do whatever I want. I gotta do it. Just say this, such, such, such. She's still gonna be here. And then they get to the point where that woman can't take no more. She shoot the fuck out of us, and we die, or she end up in jail or something. We survive. Like, what type of, what type of sense do that make? They don't, they don't make no type of sense. And it's like, it's like, it's like, as the years progress, we getting worse and worse, men and women. We get worse and worse and worse and worse. I remember my teacher told me one time. He was like, I'm going to say something to y'all, and y'all going to think I'm crazy. I'm like, what you, what, like, what you, what you finna say? So it, it was my teacher, it was me, uh, Jay Jamal. And another friend that I was in the was in the room. He was teaching us, and uh, he was like, "I'm finna say something to y'all, and y'all gonna think I'm crazy." And I was I, I was just like in my head, I was like, "What this nigga? What he talking about?" He said, "The worst thing that ever happened to um, black people or people in general, but mainly black people, is rap music." I was like, "What the fuck?" And he was like, think about it. He was like, the worst thing that ever happened to our people was rap music. And I and, and I and I couldn't think about nothing but 50 Cent and G Unit because those were my favorite rappers. So like when I think about they subject matter, I think about what I was trying to do because like I told y'all in the first episode, or the first or second episode, I was mainly trying to emulate 50 Cent growing up i started working out i started rapping uh i tried selling drugs but ain't no getting robbed the first day so i ain't doing no more so like it's like a lot of stuff that 50 cent talked about in his song i tried to emulate as a young kid so when i started thinking i'm like damn i'm like damn okay and you gotta start thinking you gotta start thinking outside the box you go back to what I was saying earlier about the, the, the gay stuff. You think about the gay stuff all in the media. Our rap stars, you look at the rap stars from back in the day, when none of them gay, when none of them wearing tight clothes and other type of stuff. But now a lot of rappers dress and act feminine. Like Lil Uzi Vert. Like, why, like he act like a, he act like a girl, like a little sassy girl. That's what he that's what he reminds me of. And yeah, think about default putting this stuff in the media and it is it's becoming reality now. Drill music, these niggas out here living their life. It went from rap went from being like, I'm gonna talk about stories, talk about what I what I seen or what I've been through growing up, to now they just snitching on themselves. That's one thing we need to start doing as men. We need to stop doing shit like that. Because the E-Brothers get on these Instagram lives, bro, and start talking about how they did this and slid on such and such. And it just, bro, I'm going to tell y'all something. Law enforcement love when folks go on live, bro. Law enforcement, like, so much data is collected from their phones and them going on social media. So you got to think about it. When you got your phone, they can check where you at. They can check the, your routes and everything. Bro, 
right now at Credit Karma, they got a uh, they got a thing called uh, Driver Score, where you can you can get in the car and start driving, and it'll track your route and track your speed and where you was at and everything in it. So if Credit Karma got something like that, you know law enforcement got that. You know law enforcement got that. We criminalize ourselves every every single day. Every single day. And that shit crazy. So I was thinking about what my what my teacher had said. He was like, rap music is the worst thing that happened to us. And, and, and the first thing I tried to do was defend it and the cost of thinking. Rap music saved a lot of people. Took a lot of folks out the street. Made a lot of families like rich and able to survive. Now they we weren't in the hood and shit no more. So I remember I called him on the phone not too long after that. And um, he was like, all right, look at it this way. He was like, who your favorite rapper? I said, 50 Cent. He was like, what are you talking about? I got quiet. I didn't want to say it because I knew exactly where he was, where he was going with it. Like, I was like, he talking about his life. He was like, all right, wait, what happened in his life? I was like, he got shot nine times. He was selling drugs. He, he was like, all right, so that's one. He was like, what else? I was like, what you mean that's one? He was like, that's one thing that destroyed us, except the drug selling. I was like, man. And he was like, what else? So I went into detail about g and stuff. And he was like, bro, you don't think that's detrimental, bro, to us as a people? He was like, bro, just look at yourself, for example. You were 13, 14, 15 years old trying to be like him. He was like, bro, you was he was like, you was ready to go out there and sell drugs to your people just because he talked about doing it in his song. He was like, so he was like, you ain't the only person that like rap. He was like, so if you think about it on a grand scale, it's more people out there doing what the musicians and artists and stuff are saying than we know about. So when he said that, I thought about it, I was like, I'm like, damn. A lot of us, a lot of men in general, listen to these rappers and look up to these rappers because we don't have no father figures or no strong male figure in our life. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's not an excuse, but, bro, I'm telling you, when when you grow up with no guidance and you looking for somebody just like to take you in and and like mentor you, bro, the first person that do it. And they showing they fuck with you, you're gonna fall in line. And they and they just they just they just how it is. I hate I hate to say it, but they just how it is. Bro, I'm gonna tell y'all something. I was a follower at one point. I'm gonna tell y'all the story right quick before I end it. I remember when I was I have to be 14 to 15 years old. I ain't never tell nobody's story, so this is often definitely be my first time talking about it. All right, I had to be about 14, 15 years old. One of my partners, who I was hanging out with, he had his own little he had his own little spot. Went over there. He had some girls over there, right? His daddy stayed. With, it was basically his daddy place, but his daddy was like one of them niggas, just like. Well, shit, do whatever y'all want because, you know, he was too busy doing whatever he wanted to do in the streets and stuff. You know what I'm saying? He was one of them hood niggas, like, 
he didn't take being a daddy serious. He just knew he had a son, and he was teaching his son all that hood shit. You know what I'm saying? So he really wasn't a good father figure. When I'm upon the house, his dad was like, uh, he had told my partner had told his dad his name was Sean. Uh, Sean had told his dad, he was like, look, I supposed to be having, uh, I, th- I think he said it was like three or four girls supposed to have been coming over there. And the first thing his dad was like, y'all ain't finna fuck nothing. That was the first thing he said. So I started laughing. And uh, he was like, dad, you know how to get down? He's like, man, y'all ain't finna fuck shit. So he ended up leaving. He ended up leaving. The girls ended up coming over there. It was only three girls. The post folded on three. I supposed to talk to one of, one of the friends. He had his he had his done. And it was just an extra girl coming with them. Old girl ended up leaving. So the girl who I was supposed to be with was there. And the girl who Sean was supposed to be with was there. All right. This one, me being a follower, came into play. Like I said, I'm here. I was heavily influenced by 50 Cent. During this time period, I had lost contact with my dad. Right. The girl was ready to fuck. I'm just gonna put it plain and simple as that. We young, hormone balance. We just ready to fuck. I go outside. It's nighttime. I go outside. I'm like, man, bro. I don't know. Because to be honest, I'm familiar with y'all. I was scared. I was, you know, I was scared because I'm on, you know, I was scared. He's like, man, nah, fool, come on. He's like, nah, fool, come on. They gonna do this shit, man. Like, stop being gay, bro. Stop being a bitch. I'm like, all right. So I go back in the house. Now, this was my first time ever seeing cocaine in my life, right? His daddy used to sell that shit. He saw his dad in the line before, and he did he he did it and started doing it. So at this point, like when we were at the party, uh, when it was all four of us at this little, little get-together little party, he was already used to being on cocaine. I'm telling you, we, we had to be about 14, 15 years old. So he about 14, 15 hitting cocaine already. So the girls were smoking weed. I smoked a little bit. He did a line of cocaine. He convinced the girl who I was supposed to with to hit that shit. The girl who was fucking with wasn't. I was like, I'm not finna do that shit. I ain't finna do no. I ain't finna do shit. So I ain't do that shit. Bro, I left and went back outside again because my house was like literally like seven houses down the street from like we lived on the exact same street. We were like six or seven houses away from each other. I let my offering go home. I came in the house. <laughs> came in the house to get my shit. And I'm mindful. Stop being like that. Stop being like that. So I lied. Bro. The girl. The girl that hit the line. <laughs> the girl that hit the line. She started tweaking. Okay, keep in mind, she was with me. She started tweaking. When I say tweaking, I ain't mean she like crazy or nothing like that. She just started doing like weird shit. So at this point, Sean took his girl to the back and we in the other room. His daddy got looking shit everywhere. So I just like I said, like I said, this is my first time really being in this type of environment by myself. So we talking and shit. I'm nervous as fuck because I'm gonna do something with this girl. We're in this environment and shit. 
girl was like, you nervous? And I'm like, I'm like, yeah. So we st- she, she had grabbed one of the bottles. Like, all right, so like, I got to explain how the house was set up. When you first walk in and make a lift, it's a bedroom. That's where we was at. But before you get to that bedroom, uh, before you go inside the bedroom, it's a wall right there. And on that wall, it was a dresser, like, like well, not a dresser. It was like a like a table. Like a table, like full of like different looking shit, clear looking, white looking, uh, clear looking, brown looking, all this shit. So she ended up grabbing one of the bottles of liquor on her, and we were drinking and shit. Well, first she started drinking, and she was like, "Man, don't have me drinking by myself. Keep in mind, I never was a drinker. You know what I'm saying? So this was my first time. Like this, was really my first time doing any of this type of shit. I'm like, man." She started drinking. She was like, don't have me drink by myself. Bro, I started drinking that shit too. Got a little drunk. You, I, I was feeling it in my body that I wasn't right. That's how I knew I was drunk. We end up, we end up fucking or whatever, whatever, whatever. My, uh, my friend daddy came to the house. Uh, the girl who Sean was messing with my friend, the girl who Sean was uh, with, the girl who was there originally, cause it was three, it was three of them that came, but the old girl ended up leaving. The girl that left told the girl who Sean was with, Mama, what we, what they was at, and what we was over there doing and shit. By time, by time, the girl, by time the girl Mama came over there with her Mama, like. The girl who left her mama and the girl who shown with her mama, both of them came over to the house to get them. So it became a big deal and shit. And then they found out that we were drinking and all that type of shit. So I was scared to go home. You gotta keep in mind, I was right down the street. I'm doing, I'm literally just doing everything everybody else doing. I was doing what Sean was doing. I was doing what uh, old girl was doing. The only reason I didn't do no cocaine, cause I just, I just knew that shit wasn't right. I didn't even know what called cocaine then. Uh, I just remember them folks calling it blow. So I ain't, I ain't do that shit. But everything else them folks were doing, I was doing the shit. I was just following. Brother daddy was like, he let my inquiry, he let my don't need to worry, but I ain't gonna even say nothing. I ain't gonna even tell your mom about what happened. Don't need to worry about it. I'm like, man, I'm like, cool. He let my bro. He let my if you want. He like, if you want, like, man, you can come down here anytime you want. And I, and my drive, he drove me to the house. We were right down the street. Like, we're like seven houses away from each other. Man came down the street, dropped me off. I went in the house, went in the house. My mama didn't expect nothing, and my brother and sister didn't expect nothing, so I never said that. Went back over to the house the next day. Went over to the house the next day. My and daddy got all types of shit out there. Different, different, different drugs and everything. He was like, hey, little nigga, come out and teach you something. So that man started, like, show, he just started showing me shit. How to pack shit. And, uh, and, I, and I was like, you know, my mind kind of fucked up now because it was so long ago and I got bad memory. But I can vividly remember this man. Like, look, if you, if you keep hanging around with Sean and you start coming to the house, I can start making you some money. He was like, he was like, you gonna be my little nigga. He was like, you gonna be the little nigga, the little homie. He said it just like I vividly remember that. And this round about time, Get Rich Dad trying to move it came out. And I remember when Fifty Cent had that uh 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 what's that man name? I forget. It started with him. He was Fifty Cent was working for him selling drugs for that man. And dude was treating Fifty Cent like a son and shit. And I felt like. I felt like I was 50 cent in that situation because he was showing me all the different drugs and all the type of shit. And he was like, he would be the big homie and shit. The only reason that shit didn't stick and um, go through 
because I said like a month or two after that, my mama ended up moving. And I and I never seen Sean again. So it was a blessing in disguise. But that was one of the that was one of them nights where I was just completely just being a follower. Because, you know, like I said, I can't blame it on my dad, but at the same time, you know, my dad went there and by him being the father figure, I was like, shit. And he that man, and then that man was so cool and shit. Like he used to come pick me and Sean up. Like me and my sister, uh Kitty, we used to walk home from school from uh, Riverview uh Middle School. We used to walk home from school every day. And it it was some it was sometimes where like when I got out of school, because he was in class with me. When we got out of school, I go down to his house and he used to pick he used to pick me and Sean up and take us to go eat and uh, like just do shit with us. Like stuff that he was doing for his son, he would let me come along and do this shit too. So it's like I felt like I was part of, you know, like family a little bit. I mean, that was some real shit. And um it made me feel good. Like at the time I knew what they were doing wasn't right. Like I just didn't know what it was they weren't doing right, but I knew it wasn't right. But at the same time, it made me it, it I, I felt comfortable with them. More likely Sean Daddy, because I'm like, man, that's the big home. He like he, he I fuck with him. And and for uh lack of better words. That's basically what I was saying back then. So like it's important for our daddies and we have strong positive father figures. You know what I'm saying? No, that's why I was going with this story. Bro, my teacher that I have now, my elder, bro, I met him when I was 24 back in 2017. And I tell everybody this. I tell every single person. That was one of the best days. Of, uh, I mean, that was mo- one of the most important days of my lifetime. Because that's when I found out who I was. That's when I found out about God and everything. Like, that's when I became, I started learning about me. And it changed me for the better. Him being a strong influence in my life, like this, changed change for the better. Bro, that whole year, 2017 and 2018, me, Jay, and our other friend, we were going over going over to this place, and he was teaching us every Saturday for years, for two years straight. And within those two years, I learned so much from him because he used to show us different types of books and like show us different videos, like. Within those two years, I absorbed so much knowledge from that man and from God versus my whole entire life. Even to this day, I still call my elder and I call him, check on him, see if he's doing okay. Uh, if I got a question about something, he'll, he'll, he'll bring it down for me. We talk like, I still keep in contact with him to this day because there's one, of them, like, like I always say, January 7th, 2017 now january 4th 2017 is one of the most important days of my life because that one that was when we first met him that was our first class and everything so uh, you know i don't have children or like that so until i have kids and my kids be born to the world that day be one of the most significant and most important days of my life me me experiencing having a teacher like him made me realize at 24 years old how important it is for us men to step up to the plate and be positive role model and be positive men and be men with within ourselves, not only for us, but like for our community, for um for our sisters, brothers, for our wife, for our kids. For like just be men, bro. And we don't do that shit no more. Not saying that I'm not saying that my, my elder, he perfect, nothing like that. Nah. But God used him to teach us stuff. And even still to this day. So, like I said, I won't go make this episode too long. I've been 
talking about 30 some minutes. Um, I got some stuff I want to get off my chest, but this episode ain't the episode four. So I'm going to do a let's talk part two, either tomorrow or uh, either tomorrow or uh, Tuesday. It's one of these days this week. I'm going to do let's talk part two. It's going to be like a bonus episode. It's going to be me. Those, those episodes just be me talking about my life and what I've been through and all that type of shit. So I just got some stuff I want to get off my chest. Uh, I want to send a, a, a special shout out to Jay Jamal because our episode that we did last week, nah, the episode we did two weeks ago, uh, was it what, two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago? It's still the number one most listened to and the number one most downloaded episode so far. I want to send a shout out to him. And uh y'all, y'all really like uh y'all really like Jay because uh y'all showed that y'all showed that y'all really love that episode. Y'all still making it number one. I appreciate all the uh, people who listen to the show. I appreciate all the new people who may discover and listen to. I appreciate all y'all. Yeah, without y'all, I won't have an audience. I won't have a, you know what I'm saying, I won't have a a following. I won't have a show. So I appreciate it. Um um, I, I I gotta explain myself. The reason why I sound like kind of out of it today, because I'm exhausted, and I didn't, and the only reason I even recorded the 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 show today because I didn't want to break my schedule of doing releasing something every week. And um, yeah, man. So I'm kind of out of it today. I'm kind of tired, like, as y'all can hear. It. Um, that's one that's one of the reasons why Raquel didn't get on with me because she 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 tired. We probably did, did this episode together. But uh, I'm going to be back to normal next week, starting next week. Uh, like I said, I appreciate everybody who listens to the show, uh, who supports the show. Uh, like I said, if y'all want to support, uh, if y'all like the show and want to support, uh, hit the Twitter. Uh, the Nirvana Experience, TNE, Beyond. Same thing on Facebook. Um, uh I wanna I wanna know I don't know, I don't know. I'm I'm just I had to start rambling, start thinking out loud. But uh, like I said, I appreciate y'all. And uh I appreciate y'all and I and I'll see y'all next week. Peace. Mm-hmm.